Hi, welcome from the counselling guy, Gary Derbyshire. I'm the Human Whisperer, and this podcast is going to allow you to listen and learn and experience and benefit and uh, get something great out of the world for your mind in whatever way you wish. We're going to be talking about lots of different things to do with the mind, to do with uh, psychotherapy, to do with counselling. Uh, hopefully some practical strategies for you to get by with and um, we hope that you enjoy it and we'll be doing a meditation at the end of it so you can calm down from all the information you've been given welcome this is the counseling guy well well welcome this is the counseling guy <coughs> in my throat. This is my evening session, and I'm <laughs> don't normally do evening sessions here in Australia, but I thought for a change, why not do an evening session? And uh, yeah, um, see what happens. I am in Australia. I live in Wollongong, which is south of Sydney, in a lovely little area nestled between the mountains and the sea. We have around about 50 beaches, beautiful mountains behind us, a world-famous university, lots of cafes, lots of awesome places. And, um, yeah, I guess I'm hoping that we get a few Aussies here tonight. And welcome to Jessica Louise in Mount Gambia in South Australia. So if you're on here, share my podcast, let people know that we are we are here. If you're able to tell me where you're from, that'd be great. Just put in the message there. This podcast may be recorded. Well it has been recorded, but it's but it's also sent to um, quite a few thousand people on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and there's a lot of people that are online that listen to it as well now. So we're starting to get quite a bit of interest. But CastBox is where I produce it and do the main recording live, of course, with you guys. And then I... Um, uh, do the editing and stuff on Anchor, and then the, then publishes it onto the www dot. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> My apologies for the coughing and spluttering. I've just had some tonic water, and it went down the wrong hole. My apologies, guys. It's not COVID, okay. <coughs> So if you're on here, say hi to everybody. Um, and um, uh, we will be starting the session in a moment. Those people that are at home, this um, podcast is just a general podcast to say hi and to meet people and maybe invite people online who may have things they want to talk about that are bothering them. There's a great need at the moment for mental health services. Uh, counseling and psychotherapy uh, were very busy. <clears throat> I had been working in the last uh, six months in the um, pediatrics area of psychotherapy with children, 
and adolescents and their families who also are just as important as everybody else. My main focus has been in the area of um, age brackets between 4 and 17 and these these um, um, patients have been mainly diagnosed with autism, ADHD, <clears throat> ODD, ADD um, and often with the um, presentations of autism they also have um, other comorbid activities such as depression, anxiety, um, um, OCD, so they have um, obsessive compulsive disorders and borderline personality and a number of other things which can be aligned with autism to help children through the COVID um, through COVID system okay we've we, we lost you guys for a moment there so to <clears throat> um, yeah to help people who um, are um, uh, suffering I guess from the issues that their families are going through I think we sometimes forget that children um, are not blind or not immune to what goes on and for them it can be very real and very scary <clears throat> um, especially especially those who may be on the autism spectrum and that can be um, quite scary for them I um, yeah I, I have dealt with quite a few clients that have um, had to think about what it means to them as children living in a COVID society children on the spectrum are very routine oriented they have specific needs that have to be met and required some children are more um, I guess more in tune with what's going on and they can react and they adapt their behaviour to that but you also get children who through COVID and the issues that we have <clears throat> can um, can also have problems as well um, especially the higher needs of ASD or autism spectrum disorder or ASD as we'll call it the two, uh, level 2 and level 3 and often the higher needs, uh, they don't quite understand what's going on, but it's it's still important that we teach them how to, um, uh, I guess, manage change, which for many people with autism can be quite difficult. <clears throat> um, and this does create problems at times. So... As we are recording this, and it's going out to quite a few thousand people around the world, um, a very quick background on myself while we're here, and um, those that are in different parts of the world, if you can just, just if you can just type in where you're from, that'd be great. Don't have to be country or city, just so we got a little bit of community spirit going on here, so everybody knows where we may or may not be. And um, if you wish to come to the microphone, just press the little phone at the bottom. And um, when we get to the um, forum part of the actual uh, podcast, we can invite you and you can tell me about what's happening in your world in regards to maybe you might have some issues from a mental health point of view that you, you know, 
ask some questions that we can we may be able to answer or at least be able to give you some sort of direction hello I'm not sure what your name is uh, I can't read your language but I'd love to know what your name is uh, and where you're from um, so oh, okay so those people listening at home I have a gentleman who's online here and his name is Arun so welcome Arun you're from namaste to you too you're from India so India is a big country so there are many different parts of India so I imagine Arun is from somewhere in somewhere in that and Arun is telling me that he's doing a uh, uh, his major in psychology that's great um, we can do some cross-cultural discussion if you like <clears throat> India is an interesting country when it comes to culture and when it comes to psychotherapy the the areas of therapy in in India is largely based on the culture and the caste system in many many in many areas of psychology and psychotherapy it's not specifically um, seen that people will go and see a psychotherapist or a counselor and depending on the caste and the um, cultural diversity within the region that they are in also the level of education the cultural um, scenarios there as well you also find that um, it does create a little bit of inconsistency where many people in the Indian community um, have a lot of um, I guess there's a lot of influence on on that and as Aruni is saying culture religion and language have a major influence on psychology of Indians and that is a, a massive impact I guess traditionally based on the many religions of India and the many um, deities and uh, belief systems they have there and their values you'll find less people of the, of, of the lower caste or the lesser castes will not go to see or seek therapy they will see probably one of the elders of the family or some of the greater aunties or the greater uncles within the within the family group and usually in many ways mental illness is often not accepted and it's very very difficult to change and um, very very difficult to understand for those that have just joined me my name is Gary I'm a counseling guy I am a practicing psychotherapist I live in Wollongong in Australia which is an hour south of Sydney which is the capital Sydney of New South Wales and um, I'm very passionate about helping people I've had my own lived experiences I've had my own experiences in in um, in, in the area of mental health and I think because of my lived experiences that actually changed me so to, to give you a um, an idea um, I had some mental health issues I had some help I got some healing and I had some um, um, some assistance and from that time um, as I'm talking here um, everyone's telling us that he's uh, planning to do clinical psychology 
and Arun is also complimenting the fact that someone is in the same background. It's it's my pleasure. Um, so the listeners at home that are listening, I'm just giving you an idea of what is happening on the live feed here. We have around about 18 people. So if you're if you're on the feed here already, and you're not listening from home, and you are listening live. Um, It'd be lovely if you can all follow me because that means you'll get my updates and you'll see my podcast uh, schedules that come through. And you can also find me on Instagram at thehuman.whisperer. And um, you'll find me on Facebook under The Human Whisperer as well. Okay. All right, so back to what I was talking about. <laughs> Very easy to get distracted, distracted on this. No, I don't use Telegram. I do use WhatsApp as well. Okay, so um, I I went to university um, and I studied my graduate diploma in um, in counselling. I completed my uh, my um, my graduate diploma in counselling at the University of Southern Queensland. Okay, I'm just putting up here for those that are at home my my. Instagram account is um, the dot human dot whisperer. So the human whisperer, Gary Derbyshire. And that's where you'll find me. So there you go. Well, that's Insta. So you can find me on Insta. Okay. So if, if you're on here and you haven't followed me yet, please do so. We have around about 20 to 30 episodes already. Um, you'll find my podcasts on all the major podcast platforms. We have quite a few thousand listeners around the world, which is just great now. And it's, I love coming back to pot, to CastBox to actually do this. So going back to what I was talking about, because it is a, I do get distracted. So I don't answer your questions, guys. I'm not ignoring you. I'm just trying to keep the dialogue flowing so we don't get um, disrupted. So... Thank you, um, Arun, for your, your beautiful message. And we'd also love to know whereabouts in India you are from as well. Okay, so in regards to that, so I studied my graduate diploma in um, in the, I gained my accreditation through the Australian Counseling Association. I took a little while off and I went back to study a year later. And um, I'm now... Um, all but complete my third my third master's degree in um, um, uh, in, in counselling at Monash University, which is in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, I'm doing it online because we're all doing it online. <clears throat> and I have another semester to go, so I should be finished this master's degree in November. Look, my other two master's degrees are totally non-related. Um, except the graduate diploma in psychotherapy. I have an MBA in management. I also have a master's in strategic marketing. I'm a published academic and I've written papers in the areas of IT, which I also did a master's degree in. And I also have um, um, a Dean's Merit Award from the University of Wollongong. And I guess to qualify that too, I also have um, written uh, papers in the area of psychology You'll find my name on the research gate. Research gate. My name there is Gary Derbyshire. So I'll type that in there as well. So if people want to have a look at my educational qualifications, you'll find me there. But you'll also find Gary Derbyshire on LinkedIn. 
and you'll find me on all the usual sites. If you do a search on my name, you'll find my LinkedIn profile details there as well. Okay, so I do this because I like to help people. So after I'd been to university, I said, okay, well, this, why am I want to do this? Why am I doing this? Really, is because I wanted to help people, because I wanted to give back after going through so much, I guess, trauma and um, mental health issues myself and being very unwell for quite a few months and, and obviously a year. The journey back was where I learned that I need to give back and help people. And it was a tough time being unwell, being in hospital, in a mental health hospital for a... Um, um, for a um, um, for a while was difficult. And we just had a question. Those people listening from home on the pre-record on the recorded one. The question is: Do I have to have a PhD or a master's degree to practice psychology in Australia? The way Australia works, we have a four years plus two years program or a five years plus one year. So, in the centres of psychologists, you need to have a four year bachelor's degree in psychology as the major. Um, component. After the four years, you can then do you do your honours, and then after that, you do your masters. So that's two years. The last year is where you do your clinical. Within that framework, you then need to do two thousand hours of um, internship. You then become a provisional. Well, you're then listed as a provisional psychologist before you then do another two years. So really, you need about six years of time to call yourself a psychologist. In Australia, the name psychology is or psychologist is a protected name. So not everyone can call themselves a psychologist. I chose the pathway of psychotherapy because I found it would be more practical. I found it would be more hands-on and less theoretical in a sense that uh, we're able to get out there and help. We learn from day one. We still use the same modalities, the same therapy, the same alliances, the same work that psychologists do here in Australia. The difference is we don't diagnose, and we have um, we have a um, a different um, pathway. But essentially, the psychologists and psychotherapists will do the same sort of thing. However, psychologists will work more with the behaviour and changes in the human mind where psychotherapists would work in mental health areas and also try and work more practically in helping to the short and medium term the client's issues. But we both practice the same way. We both use similar, um, uh, I guess, tools. I guess they're as equal as each other. We don't diagnose as psychotherapists. Uh, we don't do assessments, or uh, we can do assessments, but usually we work alongside the psychologists who have a bit more experience in that area. So that's where we are. So, um, so that was a bit of background on myself, and now I'm, I'm I have my own practice. I haven't got a lot with that yet. But I've been too busy studying, and I've been involved in a uh, um, a practice in, in Sydney, um, working with um, families and children on the autism spectrum. I've done telehealth um, sessions as well as face-to-face -face sessions and sibling sessions and group sessions. So I've got a bit of experience in all those areas. So <laughs> it's not a plug for who what I am, but if you wanted to uh, talk to me about um, some sessions to help yourself, I'm more than happy to do so if you are able to and you're in the due restrictions that I'm able to practice in. To practice in, um, I want to just tell me um, that um, the... 
that they have a three-year bachelor's degree and two years. So it's probably five years. That makes sense. Uh, similar to Australia. So why are we talking about all this? So why are we saying, why, why am I telling you all about myself and, and, and how good I am? Well, not really. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of master's degrees and qualifications. I don't have a PhD. I don't think I need that. But it's really to say that as psychotherapists, you'll find people that you deal with and psychologists. We are usually doing it because we've had experience in it ourselves or we've had exposure. We have this inherent need to help people. And for me, more than anything, it's about giving back and helping others. I feel very privileged to do what I do. Um, when I see a smile on a child's face who comes in to see me, who learns a new skill, I see the, the tears in the parents' eyes that have never seen their child do that before, or they've learned to say something or do something different, or they've managed their emotions and their regulation of their emotions more effectively. Brings tears to my eyes, almost. <laughs> I'm professional, I have to keep that to myself a little bit. We are human beings after all. When I see a client that comes in with social anxiety and I'm allowed and I and, and I'm able to give them the courage and skills to go out in the public and be seen and not be afraid. And I work with them to do that. That makes me feel proud to do what I do because I know someone is benefit from the help that I've been able to give them. When I see someone who has <clears throat> anxiety and they come in feeling quite worried about everything that's going on around them. And then I can teach them how to deal with their anxieties, deal with those thoughts, those unhealthy thoughts, and how they can break them down. <coughs> Excuse me. And, and how I can help them function better in, in difficult situations which may create anxiety in their lives. When I can get down to their core beliefs what makes them tick, what makes them think that way, what makes them have those ideas and those opinions about themselves to help them. And that to me is why I do it. Because I've been through it and I've seen them. I've been in those places. I've had the anxiety. I've had the depression. I've had psychosis. I've spent time in hospital. I've learned how to heal. So I've learned the tools. So I've been at the very, very front end of, of psychological issues. And I've grown from that. And yes, it took me a long time to heal. But I got through it. I worked hard. Very, very hard. I learned to accept myself. I learned to love myself. I learned that life is truly short. I learned that... In order to achieve, I need to do my best. But do my best for me. As Aron and others will tell you, in some societies, the expectation to achieve is massively high. But the reality of achieving in some cultures is very difficult because the ability to do that is not being given to them because resources are not available. So as you're all listening there thinking, wow, Wow, what's going on here? 
I just wanted to say, because I don't normally talk on my podcast about myself, but I thought maybe it's time to just say a few things about why. Why do I do this? It motivates me to see families get on. It motivates me to see couples coming in with issues and being able to get them to face each other and to break down those barriers and to talk truthfully and honest with each other. It's wonderful to see siblings come in, especially those that have got health issues, mental health issues, and their other sibling, brother or sister or aunt or cousin, don't have those. And for them to be able to talk to them, to be able to understand how they feel. This is often where we have a lot of concerns. I was recently privileged very privileged to be part of a World Health Organization International Forum on Mental Health, which was um, put together by the Reach Out, um, the Reach Out people uh, who are based in Canada and they um, they work all over the world in mental health. <clears throat> the idea is reaching out, so it's reaching out to help yourself by asking others for help as well to letting people know how you feel, to letting people know that you're not okay, to letting people know that you need their support. So while I was a um, guest speaker on this forum, it gave me the chance to talk to many, many thousand people around the world, live, on Zoom, and through Facebook, and through other mediums. And I was able to tell them and talk about world mental health and how it's changing and how we need to be more collaborative and how we need to be accepting of different cultures and how we need to maybe reach out to other cultures around the world and other peoples and the way they see the world and how they deal with mental health. I don't know what countries you all come from um, and those are listening from home I, I, or home or those listening on the podcast that's already recorded. I don't know where you come from. I'd love to get some feedback from you. So those that are listening here, um, if you want to join, if there's somebody here who would like to come to the microphone and, and talk about um, how how things are in, in their part of the world in regards to mental health, I would love to talk to you. All you have to do is click on the little phone at the bottom of your screen. There's a little three lines. There's a little speak, uh, like a, a speech bubble, and then there's a, um, a phone. So if you want to click on that, you can talk to me. Um, please be sensitive and be respectful if you do that, and that's fine. And I usually usually have one. So that's, I guess, this this particular podcast has been quite interesting for me to be able to talk to you about myself and what I do and why I do it and what motivates me. I do this to, to help maybe make a difference to people's lives to say, you know what, I was at the edge of the world at the edge of the world, I nearly jumped off three times. So in a sense, what I'm saying is I nearly um, <clears throat> terminated my life three times. But I stayed. I stayed here. I didn't I didn't go through with it. I decided that, no, I'm not going to do that. And I keep thinking even now, why did I stay? Why did I stay? And I, and I sort of reflect on that now as a, a qualified and the theory and all that sort of stuff that's now behind me, I think, wow, maybe there was a reason, maybe 
whoever's up there or whatever universal energy, whatever it might be or whatever people believe in, maybe I'm here for a reason. I guess what I'm also saying to everyone here that's listened to this podcast at the moment, wherever you are in the world, you know, we all have a reason to be here. No matter what you might think, there's always a good reason to be here rather than not be here. If you're depressed, if you've got anxiety, if you're worried, if you have dark thoughts, don't be ashamed. It's so easy to be ashamed. Be you. It's not about manning up or or getting your act together or not to be like that person. It's about self. It's about being you and asking putting your hand up, phoning someone you know, texting someone you know, texting someone you don't know and asking for advice. Sometimes the best advice you can get is from someone you don't even know because they're not biased, because they don't know you. Wherever you are in the world, if there's a, if there's a phone line or a some contact, you can contact a hospital or a doctor or anything or anybody. I hope you do it. In Australia, we have Lifeline. In America, in in um, the US, there are, there is the Healthline helpline there as well. In the UK, there's the Good Samaritans, and there's also helplines available around the world in different countries. There are different ways of doing it. The key in to this is to reach out, to not be afraid. It's about living. It's about being alive. There are so many great reasons to be. No matter what your situation is, then you take some phone call and you can sit and talk and you head off for an hour or more. And the person on the other end will listen. They may give you some good advice. They may give you some assistance. They may be able to point you in the right direction where you can get some proper help with a medical person or somebody like myself. Life is a choice, but it is a great choice. And those years back when I almost didn't decide to go, whatever reason, I I reached out. I said, I can't do this now. I asked for help. The moment I acknowledged I had an issue with my mental health, life changed. Five years later, I'm now a psychotherapist. I have two master's degrees which show that I'm qualified. I'm accredited. I have a very different look on life. For me, it's not about the money at all. You know, get rich becoming a psychologist or a psychotherapist. You do it because you want to give back. You do it because you've been affected or your family's been affected by something with mental health or you've seen things or you have compassion. I'm so glad everyone is still listening to me. And all those people that are listening at home, I hope I have um, maybe made a small impact into your thinking. I hope my story inspires people. I hope it makes you think that life is just the best place to be. In these times where we have COVID and we're seeing all these horrible things happening around the world on a daily basis, no one's immune from the feeling. No one's immune from emotions. We all feel. Some of us feel more than others. 
and that's okay. But what I want to say to you is it's okay to feel. It's, it's okay to understand that life isn't perfect. I guess what we can also think is that, you know, I'm doing the very, very best I can right here, right now. I am awesome. I am wonderful. I am amazing. I am worthy. And I am enough. Here's the kicker, guys. Just the way I am. And everyone that's listening here, you are all awesome. You are all amazing. You are all worthy. You are all good enough. Every single one of you is good enough. Just the way you are. I say that all the time because while I was in therapy, I had a very bad day. And the psychologist that was um, looking after me at that time came in and told me, Gary, you are amazing. You are awesome. You are good enough. You are enough. Gary, you are worthy. But Gary, you're perfect just the way you are. And that was a pivotal moment for me. And I never, ever forgot what she said. And it carries with me today. When I'm in therapy, when I'm on the podcast, you'll, you'll hear me saying it. And I guess the key is that we are good enough just the way we are. And it probably goes above psychology and psychotherapy and therapy. In a sense that it says, okay, it's, it's about me. My life is about me. And I think the thing is here is that we can't or we're not responsible for the actions of others. We aren't responsible for things that happen in the world. What we can be responsible for is how we react and how we deal with those issues. The way we were born, the environment that we're in, our parenting, all those things have an impact on the way we behave. But we also have choices. We also have choices to behave in a certain way. And because of our personalities, we are usually conditioned to think a different way or a certain way. And that has to do with our values, um, whether we're from India or from Brazil or from Spain or North America or Canada or wherever it might be in the world. Those cultural values have an impact on, on how we see the world and how we do things. So those listening at home or listening on your podcast in your car or on your way to work or on your way home from work or whether you're listening hospital, just for one moment, appreciate that you are so lucky. Because millions and millions of people don't get there. <sighs> wow, that's been a bit of a speech. Well, I think Barack Obama couldn't have said it any better. Because we can, yes, we can. <laughs> you know, I'd run a political person. As a lot of people have just joined, I'm just going to very quickly, and also for those at home that are probably half not listening or listening, my name is Gary Darvishio. I'm the counselling guy, and this is my podcast that I've been doing for oh, nearly a year now. We cover topics that are to do with well-being. We usually have a free segment, so we have a, a psychoeducation segment where we talk about something 
Then I open up the forum for everybody or people to come online and to come live onto the onto the forum and talk and say hello, and also maybe chat about uh, a counselling concern or, or an issue that they may be dealing with, or usually relevant to the topic that we've been talking about now. And the, the little present that I have for you at the end of this is a guided mindfulness and meditation. <clears throat> I don't have the voice of Michael Buble, but I do sound a little bit like Barry White. <laughs> I'm not going to sing for you today, but I am a singer. So while I've got 18 people here, if those at home you can't dial in, it's not possible. I'm really sorry, but at least you'll enjoy the banter and the discussions which we may have. I would really put it out there for maybe one of you to join me who wants to talk about something that might be going on and how I can help them. Or you might have some comments or some uh, discussion points you'd like to make. So if that is the case, those that are here listening to the podcast live, just click on the phone icon at the bottom of your screen or if you're listening on your pc it'll be a little icon which shows the phone if you click on that and that then sends a request to join and i'll just say yep okay we'll let you join so while that is happening i'm going to put my headphones on so i'll give you guys a couple of seconds to do that at least a couple of seconds to think about it And those people that are um, at home, I haven't gone away. I'm just organising my connection now. And, and we're connected. Okay. So, is there anybody who is brave enough or that would like to come online for those that are listening live? I would love to talk to you and maybe have a discussion with you. You don't have to say much, just um, come online and say hi. Okay. You're all very quiet tonight. Often I get three or four people jumping online to want to talk to me. So that's really early in the morning, really late in the evening, or um, early in the afternoon, depending where, where you are in the world. Those that are listening from home, I'm just going to give you an idea of the sort of people we have online here that have joined tonight. We have Ninja, we have Dawn, we have Samira, we have Steve. Um, hi to Roy. I'd also like to say hello to um, Guy. Just another guy. Thanks for joining. And Museum. And we have a Mr. K for all those people that heard me. And we have a number of other people that sort of joined before my uh, system kind of got messed up. But um, we do have quite a few people here. So, I might see if I can add someone to try maybe one, two. Do that. Okay. Okay, we have Rebecca. Hello, Rebecca. Hi, Casey. We also have... Those are listening from home, we have uh, some wonderful names here from different parts of the world. Mike Will is here, Mason's here, uh, Jen Sedge and Curtis Rocker. 
with Tara Landry and Home Video Hustle. And also God Almighty's here too. And the superstar. Okay. I'm guessing that nobody wants to say hello. Or nobody wants to come online. Oh. Oh, it's a star. Mr. R with a star. Would you like to talk? Would you like to press that phone button? And let's have a quick chat. It's up to you. I can make you a star. <laughs> You'll be heard by thousands of people around the world who will listen to your awesome voice. You know, it's okay to be nervous. I'm nervous too. But if we can just imagine it's just me, you, and the people that are listening right now, which is the live audience, which is about only 18 of us at the moment, but that will multiply as we go. So there's nothing to be nervous about. It's just a matter of clicking on and we can have a chat and you can talk to me about whatever you want to talk about. But please be nice. So it's really good that people come on and talk because it allows us to then bring a new dynamic and we get to we get to learn about other people and their issues. But more importantly, we learn that we're not alone in the world with our, with, our, with our concerns and our issues and our mental health problems. That we are, we are part of a great, great planet. And that we, do, we, have, we all have similar issues with anxiety and depression and, and issues that we're trying to deal with at home with our families and with our siblings and with our, with our partners and with our work. And we're trying to solve those issues. Okay. Mr. Star or Mrs. Star or Miss Star, <laughs> come on down. Now, this CastBox member R has free fans already. So that is awesome. And they are also following four people as well. So they are great people. So as we're sort of waiting for... Um, our um, guest speaker to join. How has it been in your part of the world of late? Those that are here online, those that are listening from home, I will just give you feedback on what's happening. <gasps> here we go. Star is asking to join. Hi. Hello. Do, do you have a name? Hi. Hi. Do you have a name? Yeah, Ra. my name is Rahul. Ra? Ra. Rahul. Ra. Rahul, welcome. Ra. I'm so pleased that you've actually Rahul. joined us. Yeah. Rahul, welcome. I'm yeah. so pleased that you've actually joined Thank you. What would you like to talk about? What would you like to talk about? Can you introduce yourself first? Um, my name is Gary. I'm... The Human Whisperer. I'm a psychotherapist. My name is Gary. You're in Australia. And this is my podcast. Okay. And we talk about um, psychology, psychotherapy, and okay. um, all those sorts of things. So, can yes, we can. call you Gary? <laughs> you can call me Gary. Yeah, okay. My name is Rahul. 
and i'm okay. from india and i'm just learning now yeah thank you sir i'm learning now coding so i'm just trying to become okay. a web developer okay hey, yeah to the, to the podcast what yes, for sure podcast guy podcast no i'm not used to on this app yeah i just i think i before two three days i download this app and yeah i'm new here yeah i don't know what's happening here well this is a platform where casts podcasts are um, often recorded and a lot of people use the platform to do live feeds they also use the platform to do their own podcasts and then they will then promote them through the internet uh this particular podcast that i do is all about psychotherapy counseling and the aim is to help people that have you know issues or concerns that they want to talk about and um we also usually talk about a particular topic area today i was talking about myself and mine a little bit about my history because i don't normally do that um we talked a bit about the covid we talked about Uh, we had a wonderful man by the name of Arun on who is also from your country in India from uh, from Delhi I don't know whereabouts in India you're from but he's from you know him uh, that's yeah I know that's him. All right then he's okay so we talked about um, the yeah. culture of um, of India and I guess the the diversity of acceptance with mental health issues how it's often very difficult for um, um people in india with mental health problems that want to encourage them to go to see a psychologist or a uh, someone like myself a psychotherapist that you know they often will stay with the family the family unit yeah yeah we have like but i didn't i didn't face any any person like that because i am belongs to punjab like one of the state of india so i didn't face any guy who really needed really needed that kind of a psychiatrist mm-hmm. to help him in this direction okay. so i didn't see in my life so are you just talking about this this topic yeah you also have like if we have to talk about another thing every topic yeah. that I, if you listen to have a look at some of the podcasts other episodes we talk about anxiety we may talk about depression we might talk about different different strategies uh, uh, um, uh, tools to help you we talk about art therapy we've talked about uh, a lot of different um, areas of getting help in mental health for yourself and how to help family members yeah uh, i i don't know i'm i'm right or, or uh, wrong i don't know but i heard from some other person they told me that uh, most of the foreigners especially from america australia yeah europe countries they are in a mental depression as compared to asia so do you really believe that a foreigner the majority of person who are in depression they mostly belongs to like mostly belongs to europe country yeah america canada australia interesting because in my country open it up to the yeah the the people that are here and you can post your comments i think 
mental health issues are worldwide. I, I think sometimes in other countries, individuals approach it differently or they don't bring it up as much. Uh, often they will keep things uh-huh. to themselves. And also it has depending on, on how uh, countries promote the, yeah. the idea of understanding and being um, mentally healthy. So looking at your mental health as opposed to just your phys- not just your physical health. When you have a when you cut your arm or you you, you um, break a leg, you go to the doctor, you go to the hospital. When you have a cold, you'll take some medication for it. You'll you'll you'll, you'll deal with that. If you have yeah. depression or you're feeling down or you're feeling worried or you're anxious about something and that happens to stay with you for a long time, or you have anxiety or you don't want to leave your house, um, that that is where we encourage people to do that. You know, well, what I believe that, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, what I believe that, what do you think, why people, why wow. people went into depression? Why they go to depression? Many, why many they factors. Depression it, 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 it doesn't discriminate over one thing or another. Some people, some people, some people are precognizant okay. to mental health issues. So they they passed down from the genes in the family. People may have depression because, as a child, they're exposed to trauma uh, because they have certain um, uh, maladaptive um, behaviors going on around them, and you know they may have been lacking in certain learnings when they were younger to help them deal with situations. They may also have separated parents. Um, they could also be unwell. They could be in work situations and things happen, yeah. um, which then change the way they see things. And that or that may or may not um, promote a, a spiral. You know, you know uh, but I believe that most of the time that uh, depression people belongs to no, richest community. Is it true? I think, um, well, yes, no. I, I think... Again, it, I don't, it doesn't matter what background you have. You know, you can still be upset and, and um, depressed or in a depressed state. Um, maybe poor communities are more um, acceptable of what they have. And maybe richer, rich, richer societies uh, have higher expectations in their lives. And that may have a, a bearing on it, but it's not, it's not the only thing. Um, you know, I think poor, poorer uh-huh. societies also can have depression or have anxiety as well. It's a human con- it's a human condition. It's a it's a condition which is of the mind. So the mind doesn't say, okay, well, I've got all I'm I'm successful in my life. I'm I'm not going to get anxiety or I'm not going to get depression or I'm not successful in my life. I'll, I live in the um, uh, impoverished community. Uh, uh-huh. That's okay. I'm not going to get anxiety because I have nothing to be anxious about. It it really um it it and it can happen for many many reasons, but it doesn't always surface, and and especially in males in many many countries, males tend to mask their um emotions more than females do, whereas females are often more acceptable of who they are and they're okay and they're emotional, a lot more than the men men are or children. And, and, and men will bottle things yeah. up inside and they won't talk too much about it and they'll keep it to themselves. So you don't see beneath the surface. And that 
is is a can be a recipe for mm. for um, disaster or or other issues which will then come from that. Um, it's like when you see hear about suicides, um, yeah. no matter where it is, you'll you'll hear about somebody who may have suicided, and you think, "Wow, he was such a nice guy. He was always so friendly. He was always laughing." Yeah, I really wonder that people how can they commit a suicide and how can they think yeah. about suicide? Like depression level on its peak, then the people are yeah. making a decision like to make a suicide yeah, at, at that level. Right. Um, the feeling of hopelessness, the feeling of of helplessness, the feeling of like, the self worth, and your emotions will tumble, 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 tumble down, and that that then will create that 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 helpless feeling. Um, and I, I can I can speak I can speak from experience, from my own experience. And the thing is that if you are able to once you acknowledge that, and if you're able to get that help, if you're not scared to do that, that's when things change. But a lot of a lot of some people don't. They'll bottle it. And and like say people like Robin Williams. You know. Yeah. Uh, Robert Williams. You know what I believe that most of the people they don't enjoy their own company. They don't like to live alone. They don't like to spend their time alone. I mean, if you are not enjoying your company, then things happen do. like yeah, that. Not, I guess we're all made up yeah. differently. Um, you know, I think the learning, the, the key that I learned when I was getting better, when when I was unwell like that, and I had, I had those issues. It, for me. And of all those listening at home, all those listening live here that have heard it already, for me it was about learning to love myself and learning to be happy with what I had, learning to be grateful, and, and learning that Gary's yeah. a good guy, learning that yeah. I don't need a hundred friends. I'm quite happy to have one or two quality friends. If I had more friends, well, that's okay. But I learned to to I guess it's about self love. And meditation, and I do a lot of meditation yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. That's so my I, I, um, I'm, and I guess it's once you, once you can acknowledge yourself and, and think a little bit more um, mindfully, um, I find that helps. Look, a lot of my, a lot of my therapy that I use, um, always incorporates a form of um, mindfulness, whether it be a guided meditation or a grounding exercise. Or a man, a mantra. Um, when this is recorded, have a listen to the um, uh -huh. the first part of the actual podcast, and where actually I, I actually do some mantras in there as well. So there's an there's an opportunity. So I'm going to say thank you so much for joining. Uh, I really appreciate uh, the discussion with you. Uh, maybe you can pass my regards on to. Um, uh, uh, Sachin Tendulkar and, and the Indian cricket team and, and, and maybe that will give them the confidence to maybe beat England in the next uh, <laughs> in, the, in the next series getting bored I'm, I'm English do you like cricket? so I love cricket yeah I love cricket uh, and I have a, a two or three yeah. So, which I one is your favorite player from Australia? <laughs> because I'm English. 
I follow the English cricket team. Uh, there are some good players in Australia. I think Steve Waugh is a good player. Um, uh, the current crop, I'm not really too sure about. Um, Lions was a good player, and and, and that's and but you know, I, I, it's it's all relative. I, I, I um, yeah. I mean, I'm in my fifties. So. Oh, and I, your I favorite think, one um, from your country? Uh, the 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 bowlers have been very good. Um, and uh, yeah, the the um, the the guy that saved that the the, the gentleman who um, saved England with the last wicket stand in uh, the Ashes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Van um, He was an amazing, and and he's and he's part in crime. But um, yeah. But I yeah, but I, I like Jason Lai. Yeah, Jason Lai. He's like. Uh, yeah, you know, the yeah, batting style of Jason Ray is very impressive. Ian Botham and Freddie Flintoff and Trish Goffick, and they were great players too in their time. And Mike Brealy back in the eighties. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say thank you to you because we're kind of getting yeah. off topic. But thank you for your contributions today. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for following yeah, thank and, and, and let your let your yeah. um, let your friends know about the podcast. That'd be wonderful. And um, yeah, you you might even yeah, learn something. You just never know. Out, so yeah. Thank you for sharing um, what you shared with us as well. Uh, as you would say in in your your uh, country, um, uh, namaste, namaste. Okay, all right then. <laughs> oh, okay, bye bye. Okay, bye okay, bye from your country. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, thanks everybody for listening. I hope that was um, really helpful to you. Um, um, we've done the mantra today. I suggest if you want to go back and have a listen to the mantra and um, maybe that'll help you um, give you some self-belief. But before we go, I will go through that mantra again. So well, I don't know where you all are at the moment, whether you're lying down or sitting down, those that are at home or those that are already listening to the podcast uh, on the um, replayed version. Um, if you can just get comfortable, uh, whether you're sitting or lying, and close your eyes and just repeat after me just very slowly okay that I am awesome I am wonderful I am amazing I am worthy I am perfect just the way I am. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, wonderful evening, a wonderful morning. May your heart sing, may your soul wrap itself around your body and keep you safe. Until next time, this is Gary Derbyshire, Human Whisperer from The Counseling Guy, available on all podcast platforms, on Instagram as The Human Whisperer, and just search me online if you need to, or find me here on The Counseling Guy saying, goodbye for now. <laughs>